0: God is our source and supply, and His grace is always sufficient. We will all have bad days when we're impatient, overwhelmed, unmotivated, exhausted, sick and tired, depressed. But as we acquire and apply moments of grace, the bad days will not win. The bad days will not leave a lasting mark on our homes. The disastrous effects of a bad day will decrease as the character of God increases in our lives. Hopefully, as we grow in grace, our homes will become fortresses of faith, brick by spiritual brick. Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal, grab a cup of something delicious, and start your heartlifting journey towards living a meaningful life. Hello, and welcome to today's Heart Lift with Janelle. I'm Janelle, your host for today's grounding conversation. We're continuing in our new series, which I am altering just a bit and calling it Becoming Stronger Every Day because it is a practice, it is a journey. I like to say it's a heartlifting pilgrimage. And I have some guests coming on very, very soon that are going to add strength to your heart, mind, and soul, and body. And I can't wait. It's going to be a great season. So hold tight. Today, I want us all to just take a real big, deep breath. As we continue along this heart-lifting journey of transformation and true metanoia, that deep change, going to need some rest stops along the way. Any good journey welcomes a rest stop. So today we're stopping at the rest stop called Grounded in Grace. And I want to talk about that beautiful mindfulness practice called grounding, grounding exercises. And grounding helps us immediately, right away, Bring ourselves into the present moment. It's all about connection and being in the here and now. I had the distinct privilege of being on many radio shows and podcasts this week, but one in particular was a question and answer time where the listeners could call in. And to say it was overwhelming whew, would be not giving it enough credit. It was very overwhelming to listen to the stories of those who were calling in. And I found myself, my empathic, highly intuitive self, getting flooded with their trauma stories. And so in the breaks, we had about a two-minute and then a three-minute Time of silence where they would do commercials. And I found myself repeating a grounding mantra, a grounding affirmation. I put my feet flat on the floor. I put my hands on my thighs. I put my mind at ease and I repeated this. I was born for this. I speak wisdom, with clarity, to each and every heart that comes over this phone to me. And I repeated that over and over again. And why did I do that? Once again, because grounding helps us to immediately come back into our bodies. Because you see, anxiety takes us out of our body. It's, it's called disembodiment <laughs> because what we're feeling inside is too big for our body. So our hands sweat, our hearts race, we get headaches and stomach aches, and all that happens because our body can't process what's happening. And in an empathic body like myself, a highly sensitive person, I start to feel all the emotions in the room, and that's not always a good thing. So I've had to learn how to ground myself. And one of the quickest ways to do that is to put my hand over my heart, like I just said, my feet flat on the floor. If I can, I've even been at a stoplight and done this. Put my car in park for just a second, ground my feet on the floor of my car, and take a deep breath. I know you mamas can understand. (laughs) Carpooling can get crazy. I know we're not doing a lot of carpooling, are we? But, you know, virtual homeschooling can get crazy. So, we want to connect. We want to connect to the here and now. We want to bring all of those anxiety reactions and we want to bring them home into our body and center. And so, some examples of grounding are using the five senses. What do I see? What do I smell? What do I touch? What do I hear? What do I taste? Mindful eating is a very beautiful way to ground. Mindful sipping of a cup of tea or coffee or a lovely glass of Merlot at dinner. Mindful eating is a beautiful way to be present. Deep breathing exercises, which we'll do in a minute, I happen to work in the world of aromatherapy as a therapeutic modality and aroma freedom technique. There are strategically formulated therapeutic grade essential oils that can instantly, because the sense of smell within seconds goes into the emotional center of our brain, the limbic system, and can immediately have an affect on you. That's remarkable. I have a beautiful oil called grounding that I have applied to me all day today. Mindful living. I spoke about mindful eating, but mindful living, not multitasking, really being present to what you're doing at the moment. Meditation, another beautiful. And then something I call mental snapshots. And I developed this when I was writing a lovely communication course for the college that I teach at, an online course. And I created this assignment. It was actually for the whole full six weeks. Once a week, they they had to go and do a mindful mental snapshot and write about it. And then that was part of their final project. And I got so many rave reviews from my students of how much that helped them, especially most of my students are adult learners. They've gone back to college to get their bachelor degrees. And so they're in the midst of hard work and raising families and caregiving and so many other things on top of getting a college education. They weren't afforded that opportunity as a young, a youngster. And so one of the mental snapshots, I I want to do that exercise today. So let's just get quiet. Let's just be quiet for And I'm going to read a mental snapshot of my own. And I want you to just see if you can be where I was in the moment where I took this mental snapshot. And maybe pay attention to what happens in your body as you listen to me read this. Are you ready? Let's take a big, deep cleansing breath together. put your index finger and close up your left nostril so that as you breathe into your right nostril it will go right into your emotional center. Oh, I don't want this day to And it has been absolutely perfect, I told Rob. While packing up our beach gear, I inhaled a final dose of ocean air. I listened to the waves as they lapped upon the shore. Earlier in the day, we had found an incredible stretch of uninhabited beach, a long stretch of solid as we were driving along the coastline. Let's stop here and check this out, Rob grinned. The discovery was one of life's little surprises, when God shines upon a day and all seems perfect. Days such as these are rare, but I've learned to receive them with open arms, with much gratitude, making every minute rich and fulfilling. I decided to take a walk alone, stealing a few minutes of much needed, undivided time with myself and with God. The past year had been a really tough one due to health challenges. As I walked, I felt miles and miles away from the drains of daily life with its chronic pain, tensions, distractions, and busyness. Solitude embraced me and held me with passion and love. I felt so close to God and I actually felt closer to myself. I felt more alive. All my cares, exhaling and being swept into the water and carried out to sea, they were tossed to and fro, like I had felt tossed to and fro this past year. But then they were carried away, and instead of being brought back to me, peace came to me and washed over me like a beautiful wave. The sand was smooth as silk, highly unusual for the North Carolina coastline I was standing on. It was so easy and effortless to walk on. So stable under my feet. Yes, solid and stable under my feet. My feet felt cool and I felt grounded in the gritty sand I was standing on. I felt the still small voice of God call to me. So I sat down. On the warm sand, the glistening foam of the crashing waves covered me like a sparkling bubble bath. That whisper said, I am with you in all your pain, my daughter. Follow me closely and I will make the way smooth. Follow me closely, and I will make your way smooth. I answered by writing in the sand, for I remembered how Jesus had done that. All I could do, all I could write, was this, two little words of surrender. I will I will. Yes, I prayed. God, I will follow you closely. And I will look for you to make my way smooth. I hated to leave. I didn't want to leave this glorious reprieve. This little pause from life. But it was time to go. As we drove away from this stretch of solitude, this isolated, perfect day, I left a little piece of my soul in the sand. And I came away with a little bit of that Hatteras <laughs> sand and sun breeze and beauty in my soul. A wonderful divine exchange had occurred. My weakness was exchanged for God's power. A divine exchange. Oh, dear heartlifters, my friends, that's my mental snapshot. What did you... Here, How did it speak to you? Did you feel more grounded? And why? Why might that have made you feel more grounded? Did you hear any whispers maybe yourself? Let me reread this and see, I'm going to leave it blank for you to fill in your own words, your own prayer. I decided to take a walk, alone, stealing a few minutes of much-needed, undivided time with myself and with God. As I walked, really feeling the ground beneath me, the ground under my left foot, the ground under my right foot feeling its stability, feeling the earth offering me stability and strength. As I walked, I felt miles away from blank. My growth point for you right now is to maybe at some point this week, Take that walk. Take a walk with your children and and have them join you in this. Encourage them to take their own mental snapshot. Put your phones away. What do you notice? What do you see? What do you smell? At the beach, you can taste the salt in the air. I can feel the salt in my hair. And notice. And when you notice, what do you feel and where do you feel that in your body? And from that, set an intention, an affirmation to move through the rest of your day and the rest of your week with more strength, with more stability, and more peace. When I left the beach that day, my affirmation that I kept with me because it was the end of the summer and I was going into a homeschooling season because I homeschooled my kids. I remember and keep Hatteras in my soul. I remember making that declaration and recalling that affirmation on the bad days, on the hard days. I would close my eyes and put myself back in that mental snapshot And I would smell the air, and I would feel the sand under my feet, and I would feel and see the waves crashing, and I would keep a little bit of that Hatteras moment in my soul. That's your growth point this week. How can you ground yourself amidst a global pandemic, and how can you ground yourself in grace? Grace my dear friends, is never earned by human effort. Quite the contrary. It is given in times of our weakness and our inadequacy. Author Bob Sorge writes, Grace is the enabling that supersedes all human inadequacies. To me, grace is the hand that holds me up. Without it, I'd fall flat on my face. And I just want to close with a beautiful thought about seasons of grace. Sometimes, like now, during a global pandemic, we're living not only needing moments of grace, but seasons of grace. We are in a season where we need daily grace because I have no doubt that you are feeling very inadequate at times to homeschool your children, to work from home, to face all the normal things in such an abnormal time. Sustaining grace is grace for the long haul, for difficulty, for struggle, for special circumstances, all for the purpose of growing in maturity. Sustain is derived from the Latin root sustineo, a combination of sus and tenere, which means to hold up. Like I said, to me, grace is the hand of God holding me up during a very long time of difficulty. God's grace promises to sustain us when we are under a heavy, heavy strain. He upholds us. He says in Psalm 119, verses 116 and 17, he will keep us from sinking into despondency. Psalm 42, 40, verse 2 He gives us power and great ability that supersedes all of our human capacities, which is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And the beautiful part of the God that I know and love and that you know and love is that it never runs dry. He gives us more grace than we need, James 4, 6. Nature always reflects spiritual truth. Imagine learning a lesson about grace. Are you ready? From seaweed. But we're going to today that is found in the depths of the ocean. It is said about seaweed that it copes with mechanical stress by having a strong holdfast. Isn't that crazy? Unlike land plants, seaweed lacks roots, leaves, and stems, but has other specialized structures. Instead of roots, seaweed has a holdfast, which helps it stay firmly fixed to rocks. At the end of the holdfast, lean in here, is a tiny disc which secretes extremely powerful glue. Try pulling seaweed from a rock and discover how effective this glue can be. Instead of leaves, seaweed has a blade or series of branching fronds growing from the holdfast. Like leaves from seed-producing plants, the blades and fronds are the photosynthesizing or food-producing parts of the plant. Here is our takeaway today. During a season of grace like we're in, we need an extremely powerful glue to keep us rooted and grounded and to help us maintain some sense of sanity. And dear heart lifters, guess what? Grace is that glue and the grounding exercise of taking mental snapshots and breathing deeply and activating all of our senses at least once a day will help be grounding as well. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here for even more great content and resources. Please join the stronger everyday online community at janellereardon.com. Always remember you, my friend have value worth and dignity.